0: Hey everyone, I'm back and proud to announce a new sponsor of the podcast, Young Living Essential Oils. These oils are great and have a wide range of use. For those who listen to my basketball podcast, Strictly Hoop Talk, they have oils that help relax, relieve, and heal your muscles. And for those of you that listen to my hip-hop podcast, Strictly Hip-Hop, and love music like me, or if you're a college student like me dealing with a lot of stress, they have essential oils that help your mood and emotions. There is scientific proof that these essential oils are a healthier alternative than the prescribed medications, and the proof is in their seed-to-seal promise that every oil is natural from their farms and fully tested before it is shipped. If you still need more proof, I've tried these oils myself and noticed a great difference, and my friends have too. You guys know Nick Hill from my Strictly Hip Hop podcast, right? He uses these oils all the time for everything from writing music... relaxing to focusing and he swears by it again he uses these oils every single day i'm not joking to get more information and purchase these oils contact Teresa. her email will be in the description and if you want to purchase an everyday starter kit check the description of the podcast for the link and remember the information is not intended to treat or prevent disease or is a substitute for medical treatment or advice young living is not sharing here as medical doctors but they are here to teach you about health and support for your systems and to keep your body fit and well. Everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty at Real Chris Platty on Twitter. If you want to follow me, and joining me today for a very special review is Detroit's own now in Atlanta. You know him as one of the core members of Dead End Hip Hop, my guy BZ. Beezy, how you doing, man?
1: What's going on, man? How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for trying to give me that long introduction and stuff. Like I'm just this this special guy or something. That's funny.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. You are like a I mean, you guys, you guys know this. Like I've said, you know, I, I watched your videos before I had my podcast, so you know what I'm saying. Like I grew up a fan of you guys and what you guys do, and um, you know, it, it's coming at an interesting time. So we're doing we're doing the Piran 2 review, and it's coming at an interesting time because our Pistons just unfortunately got the axe from the playoff contention. Yep,
1: last night against the Sixers. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. And we all we have is the 42nd pick in this upcoming draft. So I, I don't know what Stan Van Gundy is going to do. I yeah, have no right.
0: idea. Uh quick quick before we get into Piran. Uh do you think do you think uh or Prime I should say. Piran he hates he hates the he yeah. hates P Uh so before we get into that yet, uh do you think anything needs to be done with SVG or what do you think the move is for the Pistons?
1: Um, I'm now giving him, well, just like I gave Caldwell, I, I still think Jim Caldwell should have got one more year with the Lions, but I, I'm giving Stan Van one more year. I, I think, and I think this is contract, this is final year of his contract when he initially first, you know, became a Pistons coach and yeah. uh, was it GM or president? One of them two. He, he got both of those. But so it's been five years. So this, I mean, this upcoming, this upcoming 2018, 2019 will be his fifth year. So I'm giving him this final year. I know some of my friends are saying he need to get axed now, but I'm like, well, no, because as much as I, I don't like, I don't care for Ray Jackson, and i told Ken and FIFO this too, you know, I don't care for him, but whenever he's healthy and he's playing, we we have a winning record. Like, we, yeah. we win. We win games. So even though I don't care for Reggie Jackson, but when you look at every time he's playing and every time when he's out, we have a losing record when he's out and when he's back, you know, playing because we went on like on a, a six, seven game winning streak when he came back. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, and I don't care for Reggie Jackson. I want us to trade him, but then I'm like, man, whenever he's playing, we always seem to have a winning record. So, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I, 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 you know, I'm kind of like torn with that opinion. But yeah, man, I, I, I don't know what I give Stan Van Gundy one more year. I, I, I definitely give him one more year. Like I, I give him this upcoming season if we don't make the playoffs, or. I will almost, well, yeah, if we don't make the play, or either I say if it's one round exit, I will say let him go. It depends on how the players respond to him after this last year, but I'm giving him one more year. I, I think i give him one more year.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So without further ado, let's jump into Prime 2, Royce the Nine DJ Premier. You know what it is if you're a hip-hop head like us. um One of the, one of the most, uh, I don't know how to say it other than like, for me personally, one of the most anticipated collaboration uh, projects in the last couple of years, ever since, ever since Prime 1, I've been, you know, ecstatic and looking forward to Prime 2. And, um, you know, uh, BZ, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and give your initial expectations of the project coming in? Like, what were you expecting?
1: Um, I was expecting, you know, of course, the, the the concept of of prime is you know DJ Premier take a a musician's music collection and and flip them to the pre to the primo style type beats. Right. So you know of course the first one he did Adrian Youngs he got his music collection and flipped flipped all his music into primo beats. This one he's using Ant Man Wonder another great uh, producer and and instrumentalist uh, uh, guy that that works well. World- with Sky Zoo, works with um, you know, Doug Down, works with Jamla before. He works with a lot of a lot of big names and Primo was able to take his music collection and chop it up for this particular prime project. Um so um and man wonder. So you know I, with this going with that being said, I was going in with this I guess at least for Primo, production being a little more uh I guess bigger, more orchestrated heavier uh premiere type of sound and which I think we've did I think this is the the, uh, the cleanest the crispest I ever heard a primo production before. You know, usually primo is, is kind of be like dirty, rough, rugged, like kind of like how the first prime was. A yeah, little, little more little raw, a little more edgy. I think this one was just was clean. This was like the cleanest I've ever heard a a, a premier production, which is not it's not a bad thing cuz I'm glad he still he still kind of stuck with the same kind of the primo swing, the primo gritty drums that we known, but like just the the sound of the instrumentation and the samples that he picked, I'm like, wow, this this it sounds so clean. I've, I've never never heard Primo that it sound this clean. So going in, I expected the production to kind of be cleaner, and it, and it and it didn't, you know, it, it exceeded exceeding my expectations. I was just like, wow. Uh, as far as the rhyming, I knew Royce was gonna still bring the rhymes. Um, that wasn't you no know, a disappointment. I I I didn't I know Royce wasn't gonna spit no whack verses on this thing. You know, mm. he was gonna still keep us. Pressing that rewind button, like what the heck did he say? Oh my god, what was that scheme? Like you know, so I it's coming in. I I knew I would have been shocked if if Royce would have come and came on this joint wax. So yeah, yeah, that's that's like my expectations I had going to this second one.
0: Yeah, man, I like like you, you know, knowing knowing everything DJ Premier, knowing his style and everything. Um, I was very, I was very interested to see exactly because I don't know all of Ant Man Wonders catalog like that. So i I was very interested to see how it would sound overall. I expected it to sound pretty eclectic and it and it does when you uh and this album does and of course, I expected nothing less from Royce because I think I said this when I came off of the layers reviews that i think I think Royce is now hitting his peak and i think in his prime, so to speak and mm-hmm. he's uh he's just with bar exam four you know he's he's developed as so much more than just a rapper like he's got some. He, he's he's developed overall some melodies that that work really well, and um, you hear those a little bit here and there, sprinkled throughout this uh, th- this album. And just lyrically, um, he's I think he's found his voice. I think he's found his place, and he's doing it very well. So I had high expectations because I'm like you, a big Royce fan, a huge Royce fan, probably the biggest Royce fan I know of my friends. And <laughs> so, um, so you know, I, I was very I was very excited to get into this. So uh bz i'll let you kick this off here we're gonna just highlight some of our some tracks that we want to talk about so i'll let you pick what are one what is one of the tracks you want to talk about
1: um black history uh nice. man I, I, I love black history black history was actually um kind of like because he was it was on a tabernacle mixtape right trust the shooter it was on um and that was pretty much like royce and premier saying like yes because this was after prime it came out royce was getting ready for layers um, and he dropped the Tabernacle mixtape, just kind of like the EP to kind of get us ready for the Layers album and kind of like a promotion, I guess. And that was just, you know, Royce and Prem saying, yes, Prime 2 is coming. Don't <laughs> right. worry, we're going to we're, we're going we're gonna to be making another Prime album. So that's all. But man, like the fact that I love the fact that Royce was kind of paying tribute to both Premier and Guru, because, you know, since Prime has has been intuition, it's like Royce never want to be like that guy that's like looked at as like, oh, you just here to replace Guru. And Royce is like, no, this 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 is just something me and Primo want to put together. We are I'm not here trying to replace Guru. That's the legend. And I love the fact that he kind of used, he took that song Black History, kind of gave us some history about Premier and about Guru. I thought thought that was like so dope. And one of my favorite favorite freaking lines on that song is when he broke down. <laughs> when he broke down the ditc which is a, a, a crew yeah. that um that yeah it's it's a, it's a rap group out of new york it was it used to be um ag um oc um fat joe um diamond d and occasionally big l but um but i loved i loved the scheme that he used about the uh, I, I ain't with the show biz who was a member i'm just the ag who was a member trying to sign a fat joe deal and go every and go and ball at every bitch I got OG is on call and it's like what's that that's OC on call OC and that's a memory like I just, I thought that whole DI digging in the crate scene was was so dope and it was like a tribute to Detroit cuz he's like you know I'm from Detroit so I'm digging in the crates like it was yeah. ah, it was just so dope I love that scheme like that scheme was was like so dope man but yeah he that when that beat switch when it changed up yeah Royce just went off, man. I smile at death like Malcolm X. I'm solid. Yes, in 99. I I was just like, wow. Like, he was going the freak off in that second verse. So, yeah, man. Yeah, Black History is definitely, like, my standout tracks. Even though, like I said, this is, like, one of the first times in a long time that a track that was released so long ago it's like my favorite track still on the on the Prime Two album. It's like when I heard it, I'm like, okay, cool. They put Black History on there. Okay, cool. But like listening to it in the album again, I'm like, oh man, I haven't heard, listened to this song in a long time, and it just, <laughs> I was just like, I was just wild again. I'm like, wow, this this dude Royce is just like you said. He's he's been peaking since like Street Hop. Like he's been hitting that peak since the Street Hop album, and he just has not looked back since then, man. It, it, it's amazing how he's just elevated so much at this late of his career like you know usually it's the other way around usually you starting off you hot you at your peak and you kind of steam off this dude is like getting better with every release it's like this is crazy and he's like you know like i think 40 a little over 40 now and it's like this dude is still peaking so yeah black history is definitely one what about you what's some of your um favorite tracks
0: uh yeah so i i gotta pretty much just uh really quick just echo everything you said about black history that that okay. track was dope um the storytelling yeah. he comes in with and then like you said the way that the beat builds and then changes and then you know he just kind of goes in and um yeah but it's it's a really it's a really dope intro track um it it reminded me so much of the way he started tabernacle uh, or started layers with tabernacle which was um which mm-hmm. was really dope in that same sense and so um Royce is just really, uh, like you said, man, I mean, he's just, I mean, the dude is in his prime now. And it's uh, the way he was able to pay so much homage to Detroit lyrically and, you, you know, take all these other flows and, and make these references. It was just, it, man, that, that track's just, to sum it up, man, that track's just hip-hop as fuck, man. Like, I yes. love that track. Um, yes, he is. But, but uh, one of the tracks I wanted to jump into was um, kind of going going off the other spectrum of that is Everyday Struggle. And so Mm. this one coming, you know, Royce had had said some things on Bar Exam 4 and everything that, you know, kind of, you know, showed that he was one of that he was one of the quote unquote old heads that was trying to, you know, bridge the gap. But I mean, this song really kind of took it to center stage. I mean, of course, naming it Everyday Struggle after, of course, the classic Biggie song that's now been, you know, that's now been used as a as a talk show that used to yep. feature Joe Budden, and he starts yep. it off with, you know, saying, I had nightmares of Joe Budden arguing with Lil Yachty, division between artists, you know, and he's just, I I, I never would have, I don't know about you, because, I mean, I know you, you are one of the few people who know Royce's catalog even better than myself, so, I mean, did you see Royce being this kind of guy? Did you see Royce, a, a, a few years ago, where do you have would you have seen Royce as being one of the guys who try to bridge the, the hip hop generation gap? Cause I certainly didn't.
1: Um, well I know kind of yes and no more, more so locally than, than like, you know, n- nationally. Right. Cause I know locally he's always kind of yeah. give back and reach to like up and coming Detroit artists that's coming up, you know, like I know he with clear soul forces, Nolan and Ninja, um, you know, even the guy that's featured on here, uh, Chavez yeah. Chandler, he's from Detroit. Um right. With a, uh, it's, it's a slew of freaking like up and coming artists, man. Like he always, uh, T Grizzly. Like there's a lot of artists, you know, that he always kind of, you know, try to help out as far as in the Detroit scene. Like yeah, I would have never thought of this nationwide, but I guess he's gotten so popular, he's gotten more popular in let's say the last eight years, opposed to his first first, you know, ten years in the game. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man, I, I kind of saw this coming, but just not on a on a national stage. And I like, you know, to piggyback off your uh, favorite, one of your favorite tracks, you know, "Everyday Struggle." I like how he kind of, kind of, I guess he kind of talked about like, you know, him and Joe Budden. You know, of course, with the Joe Budden riff when he was talking about he didn't like Eminem song off of his last album, "Revival," and and. He's kind of having like a personal conversation with like Joe Budden and like they what they talked about and talk yeah. about back and he kind of flipped it and made it personal like you know when Shady made a hit record could cannabis accept it like like still going back on the times when he was coming up so yeah it, it, it's yeah everyday struggle was definitely an interesting track and I'm like man like and he's how he used the fact that his son is the same age as little Yachty. you know and, and Joe Budden having that conversation with little Yachty. but he's still trying to bridge that gap so yeah, I, I thought it was cool, man. And I thought it was a good way of him looking into like how hip hop is today. With like you mentioned, the old heads, you know, always discriminating against the young heads or saying this or y'all gotta do this or y'all ain't doing this right or all y'all mumble whatever, whatever. You know, talking about the Lord Jamar is Lord Jamar discriminating or he just hating. Like, so yeah, it, it's it's it, it's pretty dope. It was a pretty dope introspective track. So that was a that was an interesting and a good pick that you picked for one of your favorites.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's one of my favorites. Definitely a standout every time. Um, the instrumental itself is just very, it's just very awesome as well. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I, I love the line he talked about. You talked about the cannabis, which was one of the things I was going to bring up the, the the shady versus the cannabis thing in '97, which was very interesting. And, but I loved. Uh, I love the line he had about about Vlad and Lord Jamar. That was just a really, uh, that was just a really humorous line when he brought yeah. that up, saying, "Cause you, you see,
1: you see Lord Jamar on Vlad all the time, and what is he talking about? Like ninety percent of the time, he's always talking about the new and up and you know the young guys that's yeah. in, the, you know, the new artists that's in the hip hop culture and the mumble rappers and all that stuff. So you see him talking about that a good." 80 to 90 percent of the time when he's on vlad tv so that that's yeah you're right that was pretty humorous how he how he kind of threw that line in there man it was it was funny
0: yeah and and i think he he he's royce is very fair in in the in the verse where you know he talks about you know he he starts it off you know relating it like you said Lil yachty to being the same age as his son and then he kind of takes a step back and goes he kind of he kind of jumps between the he kind of stands between the sides because then he goes and follows up with obviously a reference to Lil Xan and all the other artists who have dissed uh, Pac and Biggie. He said Pac and Biggie weren't just artists; they were our heroes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so he's kind of you know he kind of he kind of plays it fairly both sides, and um, especially with the lines like you know if you like it, you dick ride, and if you're not a fan of it, then you're hating. So, right he so that's what i thought is you know not only not only is he trying to bridge the generation gap in hip-hop um but he's doing it he's doing it very fairly and one of the uh one of the interesting things about this song which i don't know if you heard about this but um will uzivert was actually recruited to do this song but um but like due to you know scheduling conflicts and whatever he uh he didn't he didn't get his verse to royce in time for the for the for the album but uh but Uzi, Uzi wanted to, Uzi wanted to do it. He actually had a convo with Primo saying, "You know, I'm from, I'm from Philly. I, they don't think I can rap. Like, what is this a joke?" And so I, I was very, I would have been very interested to hear what Lil Uzi would have done on this song. So I hope somehow they, you know, release a remix with Uzi on it or something.
1: Yeah, and you know, speaking of that, uh, Primo and. and... Primo and Royce, they plan on doing like come something similar to what they did with the first Prime, where they re-released it with like four or five bonus tracks. And you remember, the other bonuses had "Wishing yeah. Part 2 with Black Thought, you had a joint on there with Joy Badass with Logic. So, you know that, that might happen. That 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 might happen. I mean, you you might you might set it. And plus, you know, I don't know if you remember this particular. I think this happened like maybe a year and a half or two years ago when a uh, little Uzi Vert was on um, Hot ninety seven, and um, you know the part where they freestyle and, and DJ Ebro. Ebro played him uh, a Primo beat. So that's when Lil Uzi was like, I ain't about to rhyme over them dusty old beats. Like, if you play that dusty old beat, I'm not going to rhyme over it, whatever. So, and of course, you know, social media went crazy because they like, oh man, how you disrespecting the legend Primo and all that stuff. And then as you know, Primo tweeted like, yo, I had a conversation, I got on the phone with Lil Uzi Vert, everything all good. So I don't know what they talked about. I don't know what they hashed out. So that's interesting that you brought that up, that, you know, they he was going to get him for that, Song and I, like you said, back to your point, where Royce kind of, kind of bridging a gap between you know the, the OGs and, and the and the young new up and comers, and that that would have been a perfect a, a perfect. It would have been interesting to see what he did over Primo Beat, but it it have been interesting the fact that you know Royce would have got that if we would have saw that in the tracklist, we'd have been like, huh, Future right. Little Uzi Bird, like what the hell?
0: So yeah, and I think it would have made the song that much more powerful if Uzi approached it the right way. Um, right
1: right that would have if he if he wouldn't have been on his migos (laughs) bad and bougie tip (laughs) right this would would be interesting if he had a different approach to it
0: yeah yeah but uh, but i think it works out well to the fact that royce you know just really delivers one verse in a chorus you know he doesn't really over he doesn't really overextend the message he just kind of puts the message out there does it well and art and articulates it well and just in, in one quick uh in one quick verse and then as a chorus and then uh like you said the the uh fellow detroit rapper chavis chandler kind of wraps up the track very nice so that to me um we can move on to your next track unless you have anything to add but uh that that that's that everyday struggle song is one of my favorites off the album
1: yeah man that, that yeah that everyday struggle is is, is dope man I, I didn't i didn't expect well yeah i didn't expect primo to be kind of still introspective because you know waiting for that we already heard that on Laters and we waiting for that on the Book of Ryan. But I thought this was just gonna, you know, I thought it was just Royce was gonna be Royce just spitting. Right. Spitting like crazy again. So but yeah, it was it was that was a dope track, man. Dope track. Um next, my other favorite uh track or you know, joint I like to talk about is uh one of the hardest. Uh one of the hardest is, is, is the right right after black history like it was just like come yeah. right off black history and then you go right into uh one of the hardest you know with with the with a simple yet but just piercing hook that Royce the 59 repeat twice and then him going into the in the, I mean the two verses that Royce laid down here is crazy um he had one rhyme where he was saying um um I put the A and B to C and the D and the F in the back of the EMS but before <laughs> I go back doing anything I rap for AG unless I yeah. put, I put, yeah, like I put back, like DMX. Don't bark. It's hell is hot. Like, oh man, like a furnace. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I was like, oh my goodness. I like this dude, racing five nine man. Like, and and I love it. I I love it. I love it. In in the second verse, I'm Doctor Eyes. I'm Doctor Bombay. Ryan's popular. Hombre for those who y'all play Frosch's. I'm like here, hombre. I'm like, oh my goodness, man. Take your wife and fiance. Take your life for your mom's egg. So I don't pull up a muscle <laughs> flip flop. Oh. My goodness, it was just like Royce was just he was so fast. And that was like a joint where he was proving why he's one of the hardest dudes out here. Like he's one of the nicest MCs in the game. Like, yes. like and then plus, you know, going off the um the funk flesh freestyle. If that was if there was be one thing about this album that maybe I ain't really say I don't like, but was just kind of like a
0: uh
1: kind of let down was, you know, we heard like about three or four of these verses. On yeah. album that was sprinkled from the Funk Flesh freestyle, which was dope. It was the way yeah. he spent it on the Funk Flesh was so amazing. But yeah, when I was listening to the songs, I was like, "Oh man!" Like,
0: yeah, here goes another verse I heard. Like yeah, my I'm first like, listen, another, that's how I felt. Like, yeah,
1: another one. So that would be like the only. Don't get me wrong, the verses is still dope and everything. Yeah. But it was just like, "Dang, we heard this on Flex," so it's like, it's like a spoiler, but not a spoiler. Almost, it's like, "Wow, man!" Like, why, why he do that? But other than that, man, but. One of the hardest, man. Jesus Christ. You notice I picked two songs that wasn't from that freestyle. So (laughs) one of the hardest is definitely like Royce just being what Royce does on that mic, man. Dope rhyme schemes, dope cadence was just crazy. That's why I love Black History so much and why I love One of the Hardest so much because he was just spazzing. He was just showing me why Royce has always been like one of my favorite MCs in, in hip hop.
0: Yeah, man. And uh, not to mention, you know, that the, the the sick LL Cool J sample and the At use of the, the in- Lupe flow. Yeah. Oh, uh,
1: no, like, man. I mean, so pre- it, it's so DJ premier. It whenever, is. Whenever Primo get into his scratching, his scratching frenzy. Like whenever he gets the scratching, <laughs> scratching and man, and then it just ended with that hardest hit. I was like, oh, golly. Like Prem, you crazy? I love when he, I love when he, um, in, you know, puts his scratching, his DJ scratching into his beats, man. It's that's yeah. so primo. It's so primo.
0: Yeah, man. This and and you know, to kind of go off of you, you brought you brought up the rapping. You kind of quoted a lot of his lines, and so one of the things I want to ask you because I personally, this is this is a tough thing to say, and I feel like I feel like I can um, I feel I feel like I can go, I can be convinced either way, but to me just listening back to it the last time before I um before I reviewed it and I was typing up my final notes I'm like wow one of the hardest is probably some of Royce's best rapping on this whole album would you would you agree with that or or yeah. where is it kind of fall
1: Yeah yeah I, I agree I, it's definitely I mean it's it's it was it's like damn I mean, it's my standout track for a reason like you yeah. know when you asked me for standout tracks I was like oh yeah I mean it was easy I'm like <laughs> one of the hardest like it's just like Royce was just Man, and like I've said this before earlier in the podcast. it just it amazes me how he is he's getting better. Like this dude yeah. is not slowing down. It's almost like on some LeBron James how you playing in your 15th year like that. And it's like, how is Royce, you know, 40, oh a little over 40, still rapping better, and you've been in the game since like 99. And it's like this is crazy, it's 20 years, and you getting you've gotten better, man, where most MCs you know slack off. And this guy is just still constantly killing the microphone like hey, like you should so i yeah. think i think is i think yeah one of the hardest is definitely some of roy's best rapping like i i, I love it man i love one of the hardest
0: yeah man it definitely a standout for me as well um the last track i want to bring up is uh is, is flirt and this one to me is just really interesting uh there's so many interesting things about it one um, the concept is interesting, in the way it was so well set up with the relationship skip before. Mm-hmm. Then, then you have Royce coming in with the first few bars, borrowing that M flow from "The Way I Am" was super tight. And then, uh, and then on top of that, one of the biggest thing that that one of the biggest takeaways for me on this record is is Royce's melody on the hook was just so ear catching. Like, I think that's one of my favorite Royce melodies I've heard, and that's one of the things that like i like i said earlier about him entering his prime it's not just mm-hmm. his rapping but his his you know melodies and hooks are getting just way just a lot better and so um i really i just really liked that um uh, i just really liked that Royce uh that Royce hook like i don't know i don't know about you but it's like it's kind of in a weird way it's one of my favorite parts of this whole album just because it's just it's it's so dope to me and just looking back at you know what he was and what he is now it just kind of really makes me love that that little hook there
1: and speaking of like i i, I can't believe that like i'm i'm two chains has been like kind of killing it lately like yeah like what is what is verse it? it's like i would have never thought and i mentioned this with the fellas too when we talked about this album it's like i would have never thought that i would be in, looking forward to hearing what two chains a two chains verse like oh, yeah. if, you'd asked, if you'd have asked me this five years ago, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, two chains, all right, whatever. But like now, you know, coming off his album, you know, his yeah. last album, um, and he has an EP that's out too, and that's that's actually surprisingly good. It's like, yeah. and his verses, like every time he's preaching on something, I'm like, damn, two chains is actually rapping. Like, yeah. I, I think he's really stepping out of that. I'm I'm not just a silly goofy guy that loves to have fun that just rap simple, simplistic rhymes, I can kind of get busy. And, I mean, 2 Chains was getting me. He got busy on this. I I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Had the little Uzi on me, DJ drama. <laughs> never <laughs> trusted bitch. Yeah, I never will. Okay, sometimes she got sex appeal. Like, <laughs> he was... I, I, it was cool, man. I mean, she's a man on the reel. He had his hand on the steel. Fucking carry me steel. I should have passed on the reel. I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> Chains, you you rhyming on this one, man. So I, I think it's amazing. It's interesting that you picked this track too, because I'm like, man, I wonder is he hearing Two Chains actually rapping on this like I am? Because I'm like, yeah. no. Two Chains, he brought like a nice little different flair to the to the to the track. Not only you had Royce uh, verse and then the, the 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 hook, the melody, the melody hook that he put on this, but you even had Two Chains on here rapping. So surprising. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying I'm 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 like. Happy about a two chains verse, like it's crazy. Like I've been yeah, man. A two
0: chains verse. I'm I'm a big I'm a big two chains fan. Like over this last year, like he's just kind of he's just kind of really just. I mean, ever since like that, ever since that no problem feature, like he's just kind of like he's been so consistent. I think yeah, I think he's yeah. one of the best features in the game now, as far as like as far as just like his his hit rate. Like he's coming in. Like I don't remember the last like lackluster two chains feature I've heard.
1: Yeah, especially like within the last year, within yeah. the last year, year and a half, he's been, he's been actually pretty good. It's like whenever I hear Two Chain verse, I'm like, yo, he didn't, he didn't mess this song up. Like he actually added more, and made the song better, which is like that's so amazing to me now because I, I would have never thought this years ago.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it. Yeah, Two chains is like again. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, years ago. I could only pick out a few verses that I liked from two chains. Now it's like every verse he's dropped in the last year, I'm like, okay, two chains. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's he's really dope. So he's stepped his game up. Another rapper that's at, that's having the late LeBron like prime. Like yep. for real. He is. He is. So so yeah, so that that was a that was a very dope track for, for all of the reasons uh we stated. Uh, so let's jump into the overall thought. So I'll let you go first, bz Give this um, a rating out of ten, and you know, kind of explain how you got that number.
1: Um, I give it. I would give this album good album, really good album. Um, I would give this a about a seven point five, seven and a half out of ten. Um, and like I said, the only reason this is because for one, the verses, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the, some of the verses that w- that I heard on here was from the Font Master Flex, um, freestyle. And I guess this is probably some of the cleanest premiere. You know, I'm used to hearing Primo dirty, grimy, just you know. But I guess I'm glad that Primo kind of reached and did something a little different because the joint with Dave East that that was era. That was definitely, oh yeah,
0: that, was... that was
1: definitely different. Like I'm like wow, I've never heard Primo, you know, making a beat like that. I ain't think he can. And the the the, the song with um CeeLo gotta love yeah. it. Like I've never heard. Primo used so much instrumentation and, and make the production sound so lush. Like, yeah, Primo, he sounded lush on his on his album. It can be a good thing. I know some of, like, the older heads, older than me, was like, ah, yeah, I wanted I wanted the hard-to-earn the daily operation Primo. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm kind of glad he did that. But, I mean, if this was just, like, if I'm just nitpicking. The verses right. that Roy Spiff and Fun Flex was on here and then um, DJ Premier sounding so clean. <laughs> it's like... Yeah that would be it that would that would knock it down to a 7.5 you know if it wasn't for that it would probably be about a 9 9.5 but yeah i'd give it a
0: 7.5 yeah um i'm with you i feel like i, I feel like i'm echoing uh the same sentiments here so i got it an 8 out of 10 i'm um, just slightly higher And to me this this sounds incredible for everything you talked about um dj premier's production is is different but i i personally enjoy it a lot and uh it's just it's it's incredible how how wide and vast the production and instrumentation is as well as like all the samples i mean they're sampling like big l tribe nas Daz effect uh prime themselves like it's like they're sampling like everything all over the place and and then the way like it almost feels like a it almost feels like a like this album was made in a laboratory like it's so it's so <laughs> technical because like the way royce is like borrowing flows from guys like lupe from m like all these things and then of course like i said all those all those crazy samples and and all the features off the wall we didn't get to talk about some of these great features like uh rock marcinio and davies like you said davies that was one of my favorite davies first yep. i've heard rhapsody. In a while. yeah rhapsody, rhapsody, rhapsody love on yeah. loved ones was awesome and so,, um, so yeah, it just it feels like it's almost like this this album is like a science experiment. It's so technical, It's so well put together. So I love it for me personally. This is right up there as one 1A for album of the year that I've heard so far. I really like it between that and Victory Lap are right now my top two. And um, this is just this is just an awesome album, like some of my, and some of my favorites off here if you're if you're listening and want to get and want to check this out um era everyday struggle flirt loved ones black history those are all incredible like you said one of the hardest i mean man there's not really a bad song on here there's not really a song on here i'm like i'm like i'm there's not really a song where i'm like this is trash like i'll skip it like if anything comes on i'm i'm cool with it sunflower seeds i'm rolling with it like it's it's a dope it's a really dope consistent project um what are some of your favorites off here
1: um, uh, again, just like I mentioned earlier. Um, well, I'm not. Well, we already know what Black History Wonder hardest, but I'm gonna name some other ones beside those. Um, um, uh, yeah, Love Ones is definitely one. Rocket, I love Rocket because he got that classic Primo swing, um, sw- swinging his beats. Um, Streets at night, uh, I like do your thing, do your thing, and respect my gun. So, there's you know, some other joints. Some of my other favorites on this album that that I I really 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 enjoy
0: yeah yeah man. also quick quick question too Quick
1: go question. Ahead. since we we on a sub, still a subject of royce um does this make you even look forward to more t- for uh, book of ryan because royce said if you thought layers was you know was personal he said book of ryan is even more personal
0: yeah it's funny you say that because you know i had come really high like i i i like stand out on layers i love that album a lot i've been i've been the guy that's like preaching that album uh non-stop and mm-hmm. so i'm a big fan of it so like you know and and just even when i i didn't actually catch uh royce saying that so it's interesting you brought that up but just when he released a title called the book of ryan i'm like oh this is about to get real deep yeah because that's that's
1: his real name you know it's just like wow and you know and even hearing bablo boat like yeah i'm like and it's interesting i know i'm I'm going a quick tangent but just as interesting i just want to talk about that song just for a second it's interesting that he got Jake Cole on the song called Boblo Bloat, and where Boblo Bloat is really, you know, it's it's something that's kinda like Detroit, like Detroit ish. Like only Detroit yeah. folks would know about the Bablo Boat and Bablo Island. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah.
1: I, I would expect him to have someone like Roy like Elzai on there or something like that. Right. Like, J. Cole, who's not even from Detroit, but J. Cole killed it though. He I mean he, he did, did his thing, but it was interesting for him to have a song called Boblo Boat, but you don't have no one from from Detroit featured on there. So
0: but yeah, yeah
1: I think it's gonna get. I, yeah, I, I'm if if he's gonna get introspective like Bible bloat, like man, okay.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's gonna be a good album. I'm really, I'm really excited for it, it and it wraps Sport. up right as right as I come back from MSU, right yep. as my finals week is done. So I'm, I'm set. I'm, I'm groovy. I'm rolling with it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really dope. I'm, I'm extremely, extremely looking forward to it. And uh, the funny the funny thing is, is like that that whole um, another quick side note is like, Jake, the the reason we got because I went to the palace in the summer uh, to to see Kendrick perform on his damn tour with my homie. Mm -hmm. And the reason we got the surprise Cole, uh, the reason we got the surprise Cole appearance is because he was actually in Detroit recording Pablo Boat with Royce.
1: Wow. Wow. So it it just worked out perfect yeah and he ended up directing the video which is cool too (laughs) yeah
0: yeah man, and dope video too as well so um so yeah man i'm i'm really excited that's obviously going to be one of my most anticipated projects so far up there with the before mentioned before we started the podcast vehicle city as well um yeah man i'm i'm excited for that i'm excited for what royce is doing and um bz i really appreciate you coming on so why don't you go ahead and plug everything you're doing because you're you have an awesome um you did an awesome series on your YouTube channel breaking down the best albums, uh best Detroit hip hop albums. And I think now you're still working on the LA one, right?
1: Oh, I finished that one. I finished that. Oh, you the, finished uh, that one. See, yeah, I gotta on, catch up. Yeah, on my I finished my uh it's a five part series. I do my top twenty five yeah. like favorite albums from the West Coast. I did my top twenty five favorite albums from Detroit. I did my uh, like my most essential uh, uh, instrumental albums, and right now I just I just actually released it now. Uh, well, it had been yesterday. I don't know how soon you're gonna post this, but um, today April 5th I posted up my um part three of my five my favorite Southern hip hop albums. So yeah, yeah, people seem to like these series that I'm doing. So I'm uh I'm gonna keep it going. I'm just gonna keep on doing. It. I'm thinking about doing Midwest, even though I did a Detroit one. But I think I can do a Midwest one and just add some, you know, add some other albums from that region that were yeah. popping back then. So I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Midwest. They asked me to do New York. I can't do New York. It's too <laughs> many damn albums. To, I can't just do 25 for the, yeah. just for New York. But um, if you wanna find me, follow me. It's BZ430 pretty much across the board. Um, on Twitter, uh, that's B E Z Y four three zero. Instagram is the same way. Um, YouTube.com backslash four slash BZ430 um so yeah that's yeah that's pretty much my socials i'll be on man you can find me on all those
0: yeah man find them find them on all those check out all his content again both not only just the dead end hip-hop but his personal content as well is awesome you're also um on uh is the mic still on as well as the dead end sports podcast which i've been on a few times that's oh, yeah. always yeah, fun I, I
1: can't believe i didn't shout those out good looking out yeah because <laughs> we always shout you out we shout you in uh. Manny out for when we do our dead end sports. You know, we always
0: awesome, thank
1: you. Yeah, we always mention like, yo, check out Chris Patty, let's check out his podcast, check out Manny, the technical file. Like, we always shot you out on the dead end sports. So, yeah,
0: good looking out. Thank you, man. I got to come back on that, man. It's it's almost playoffs, playoff, yeah. Baby.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We, gotta we, we, we yeah. got to have you on. We got to have you on when playoffs get get cracking because, man, I can't wait. I cannot wait
0: yeah man i i can't either all right bz thank you for joining me man um it's good to talk to you it's good to chop it up with you before the podcast and uh have you on this podcast it was fun you are the perfect guy for this with your detroit connection and everything so i'm really glad i'm really glad you came on this and uh we'll have to get together again soon
1: oh yeah man i'm definitely thanks for having me this was this was fun this was fun